the Creative Floor Awards is now open and don't miss out on the early bird deadline of the 11th of February. Welcome to a very special Creative Floor and Advertising Health podcast. I'm joined by the Editor-at-Large of Advertising Health, Mr. Tim Jones. Hello, Tim. Hey, Shahid. Hi, Happy everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You Okay. Yeah, all good, all good. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, fantastic. That's cool. And we're here to obviously celebrate the launch of Advertising Health, world's top 10 annual. And, you know, you and your Advertising Health entourage have painstakingly ranked the world's most awarded agencies from the 2020 and 2021 award shows. And for anyone who don't know the award shows that are in the rankings, they are Lions Health, Clio Health, The One Show, The Creative Floor, and the LIAs. And so obviously 2020 was a little bit of a strange year and so was 2021 so most of all shows combined two years into one and we have a top 10 and it is an incredible annual i must say you know tim team you've done the most amazing most beautiful annual and so that can be found on the creativefloor.com stash awards and it can also be found on advertising health and no doubt you'll be seeing it blasted all over social media so there's no excuse not to not to know where it is and so please do have a look at the full top 10 have a look at all the amazing interviews and just geek out on the design, if anything, because that's exactly what I've been doing for the past couple of days. So we are absolutely delighted today to be chatting to one of our superstars, our number one <laughs> in the top 10. We have the magnificent, the queen of healthcare communications, the chief creative officer of McCann Health New York, Stephanie Berman. I'm trying not to scream or laugh or cry. That is such an introduction and I don't know how to begin to live up to it. Thank you, Shane. Well, I'll be doing this a couple of years. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's it's a pleasure to join you today. Well, it's amazing a, for many reasons. You know, obviously the work speaks for itself and people can will obviously be very familiar with it because, you know, it's been sort of banded around and celebrated at multiple award shows over the last couple of years, or certainly last year. You're obviously a Brit, so that makes me especially proud. <laughs> just just saying, just saying. I, I think they should knight you or something oh, like that. I think yeah, you should. that would be nice. That would be nice. Although when you get that kind of honour as a woman, you're a dame, which... So either that makes me a pantomime dame or an old baby, and I don't really want that. So I don't know if I could be Sir Stephanie or Lady Stephanie. I'll take it, but I, I'm not sure about the dame. Dame? Could you be yeah. a queen? Could you be a queen? You know? know. Yes. 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 Okay. If you can arrange that, that would be lovely. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. The queen of healthcare. Okay. I, I think we could. Uh... <laughs> There, we did arrange that for you, Steph. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, enough of that. But um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> so, cheesy attempt to say well done. I guess it's it, it's fantastic. But not only are you a Brit, you know, knocking it out of the park in New York, but obviously you're an amazing creative. You're going to be a huge inspiration for many people starting out in their career, especially people who are women and people who are female. Yeah. Thankfully, actually, healthcare have a, a number of amazing creative leaders, but just generally as the communications industry, I don't think we have as many as we really need. So massive, massive thumbs up. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm glad that you mentioned that because, I, I, you know, as with all kinds of diversity, representation matters. And when I stepped into this new role, I had a, a lot of um, 
female creatives, both who I, you know, I work with currently or people from my former lives reached out to me um, to note that. And it, it, it does matter. I mean, you, you have to have somebody in a role that can do the job. But um, I, I think seeing people like you, whatever that you is, makes you know that it's possible. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to play a small role in that. Tim, this is a bit of a strange podcast because obviously you used to work at McCann Health and, and, and you are obviously part of this, their success too. So, you know, on behalf of everyone else, just congratulations to you too. I know this is a bit of a strange one because you're the host, but I'm congratulating you too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. No, I'm here today in my remit as you know, representing Ad Health. And, you know, I think the success at McCann Health New York has had is you know, mainly stiff and, you know, a sort of longer term vision at the agencies. I just came in, um, you know, dabbled for a bit, um, but I think that the sustained and the impactful stuff definitely is um, kudos to Steph and, and, and Matt and June, you know, people who had made, laid the foundations and, and, and could be, we all know in this industry, good work doesn't just happen overnight. It comes from many, many many years or months of toil and getting the the machine working right to pump the good work out so no this is all about steph and the team at mccann health new york you know fantastic achievement really really um i couldn't have been prouder oh bless your heart Tim. he's, he's been <laughs> modest, by the way he's been very modest he had a phenomenal impact in the time that he was with us and um your legacy lives on mr jones we should both get knighthoods I wouldn't would mind being a dame to be honest <laughs> you, you could be a queen Tim you could, you'd, you'd, you'd make a great queen <laughs> definitely <laughs> um, well I, I think I, I would love to jump into some questions I, I've, I've got a bit of intel and insights into you know how and why and the vision within McCann Health New York but I think it's something so important for for the listeners and the other agencies and the other creatives to to understand what it takes to get this sort of work so um i, I guess first question out of the bat was is you know was it your goal as an agency to be um featured in in the sort of top 10 rankings um and 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 if so you know what what's your secret to creating award-winning work you know what inter what internal systems have you got yeah. So I, I think um, it's it's not a goal to be in the top 10. It's a goal to do great work, um, to, to get things out in the world that can make a difference, right? And um, to daily push the level of creativity, of innovation, of execution um, with our, our clients and, and do things of which we're really proud. Um, awards are a metric, right? Are we doing that? How, how are we doing against last year? And so I, I think they give us deadlines and metrics, which um, we need sometimes. Um, so it, it's not necessarily a goal to make it to the world top 10, but it is important. You know, people argue about whether awards do and don't matter. They, they matter um, for simple reasons. You know, they help us attract um, ambitious talent. And you both know it's a daily fist fight for talent out there. And so to attract the best, uh, folks want to see the kind of work that you're doing. And, you know, they see that work in, in, in the shows. And similarly, it helps you attract ambitious clients who want to stand out, who are fueled by innovation and creativity. 
And so when you have ambitious clients and ambitious talent, that in itself is a recipe for success and, and a reason to aspire to be amongst the world's best. Um, I, I, and you know what? Why wouldn't you want to be amongst the world's best <laughs> as an agency? I don't know how you'd go to work every day and not, not want to be amongst the best. And so, um, you know, it, it, is, um, it is wonderful recognition. I'll go back to our values at McCann Health New York because I think they help to kind of frame the the plan for how to get there. Um, you know, the, the first values around no ego and the very best creatives and the very best companies have a heavy dose of humility. And I'd include both of you in that. You know, Shahid, you and I haven't worked closely together, but, you know, the conversations we've had and Tim, you and I have worked you know, shoulder to shoulder to, to get some of this work out in the world. And you both really surprised me, you know, for the, the the level of accomplishment and the level of talent, you have that heavy dose of humility and you're always questioning, how can it be better? How can I do a better job? Real respect for the work that other people, other companies are putting out in the world. And you need that. You need that kind of reality check of where are we? And where do we want to be? And so I, I just, um, you, you have to know the work that's out there in the world to know how you're measuring up. You've got to really know the shows. Um, you've got to know what exceptional looks like and what it's going to need to look like next year or the year after, because that's going to be different. Um, and you've got to know yourself as an, an individual and a department and as an agency and what is it in your way of delivering that kind of thinking and execution and polish and, and you know, how are you going to overcome any hurdles that you have or any deficiencies that you might have? So no, no ego, a real kind of candid, continual look at where are we and where do we want to be? The, the second piece of it is no fear. Um, ideas are really fragile creatures. <laughs> and I can guarantee that every one of the uh, world's best that, that's being recognized this year, every one of them almost fell a, a, at 100 hurdles along the way. Um, and you have to have the fearlessness and the tenacity to flex and respond to that hurdle uh, and figure out a better way of doing it. I mean, you know, Unfinished Votes, you you know this, Tim, that started out as a very different creature um, than it ended up. And it, it went through, you know, many rounds of approvals and, and, it, and it died in its original form. And credit to uh, the team, they came back with a completely fresh way of looking at it. And that's hard to do, right? It's how we get so attached to ideas. And so it's really hard to have that kind of tenacity and fearlessness to go back at it in a fresh way. Um, and I, I think, um, you know, ideas fall ideas stall for any number of reasons and you know the most ambitious ones can take a couple of years to get over the line um so the teams that win both you know individual creative teams and agency teams the ones that win are the ones that have several irons in the fire at any given moment so no no fear and then i think the, the last piece so no ego no fear and no settling um you have to be fully behind the endeavor as an organization. If 
if um, you, you are looking to get this kind of world-class work out in the world, if you're looking for this kind of recognition, um, creating opportunities and driving um, this caliber of work cannot sit on creative shoulders alone. And it, and it often does. You know, it's doable, but it's not sustainable. And so you need the right people. You need the right plan. And you need to hold each other accountable to your respective parts in that magical mix. Yeah, the no ego, humility, the no fear, the no settling, it all, it all makes perfect sense and very, very challenging things to always, you know, find a perfect balance. So, yeah, you just keep doing something right. But how does it really feel? Like you're the best in the world. <laughs> you're number one. You are the bar. You know, yeah. there isn't anyone above you right now. How does it feel? It's, it's amazing. And it's, it's, it's wonderful to see such brave clients recognised, to see brave work recognised, and not to mention the talent and tenacity of an amazing crew of people. And so it's really wonderful. I, and, you know, I have to learn to take a moment to kind of re- relax into that and enjoy it for a moment. Um, you know, I, I, I am very quick to, you know, jump to what's next, what's next and not rest on laurels. Um, so I'll, I'll, it's it's wonderful. That's the answer. It's really great. Yeah, well, well, well done, Steph. It's, it's fantastic to see the, the hard work put in and the hard work um, paying off in terms of the, the, the amazing campaigns and, and the results has been, it has been wonderful to see. Um, and, you know, kudos to you for constantly pushing and living up to those values. It's not easy. We know in, in healthcare advertising, it's difficult. I think within the, within the United States, the system is often geared, you know, from a financial point of view, from a timing, scoping, all, all those logistical point of views, it, it does cause friction with the creative process. So, to get great work out is nothing short of a miracle and it's def- <laughs> definitely something to be celebrated because it, it doesn't just appear. It, it comes from hours of people fighting uh, and hours of people um, pushing and pushing themselves to, to just do better. So yeah, I, I was there in the trenches. I know what it's like and I know um, how hard everybody works. So it's just, it's fantastic to see and to yeah. be top, you know, to to rank as number one in in what is arguably the the toughest year um, within the healthcare world. You know, the, the the quality of the work has been exceptional. You know, when we started um, in the early days, uh, yeah. when, when Mark started advertising health, and seeing the progress from the initial first Lions Health show to where we are now, where we have this caliber of work in the top ten. I mean, it's it's phenomenal the growth. Absolutely. Yeah. Phenomenal. It's it's really encouraging to see that, isn't it? You know, that um, it can stand shoulder to shoulder with the world's best, regardless of vertical, mm-hmm. right? Regardless That's of the right. that, that it's health, which is which is a wonderful thing. And and you know, I I know that a lot of the work that's recognised shows up in shows and categories beyond health. And so yeah, you know that that the health piece, while it's wonderful to to work in a category that has purpose when we're coming when it comes to looking at um caliber of work and the quality of execution it should be um moot right it, it shouldn't matter is it is it good period not is it good for health and and um i i think yeah you're absolutely right and i remember those early issues of advertising health um 
several years ago now, right? And I think the work was good, but I think that, you know, we, you, you, we've seen the quality improve um, both of, in terms of ambition, in terms of, you know, the, the, the core idea and certainly in terms of the execution and polish. Mm. Mm. And and you brought up a fantastic point, Steph, and something I wanted to set up from the beginning. You know, the with the evolution of the creative work in this industry and how it is sort of seeping out outside of the health categories and winning in in just sort of regular um, yeah. consumer shows, it's been very tricky for us. And I think this year, as 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 a sort of neutral media platform, to look at the work and say, okay, how do we distinguish? what makes the advertising health world top 10 because you get great pieces of campaign and great piece of work that are winning not only in the health categories anymore but now they're winning in film direct yeah. you know, yeah. glass and and how do you track that and we had to have a real hard conversation about about us as a you know as an organization what we stand for and you know where do we put the limits on because it is and it was a, it was a tough decision and let's see next year might be different but we decided that this year to carry on the tradition of just recognizing within the health categories, you know, because we are, I mean, we are advertising health. And once you open it up, it does become uh, an open field for all of the other big agencies um, that aren't health specific and don't face the same challenges yeah. we do. It, it's a, it's a really murky, it's becoming really blurry, which is fantastic. You know, that's, that's yeah. where we, where we want to be, but just a caveat for all, all those wondering. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hadn't thought of that decision-making process that you have to go through, but you're, you're, you're spot on. I mean, it, I think it's a trend that started a number of years ago. Um, I, I started to see work from all kinds of um, agencies, but particularly for all kinds of products that were health related, right? Um, Burger King, hotel chains, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I, I think it was a result of companies early on realizing that they needed to stand for something meaningful. They needed to have purpose in the world. You know, cons consumers expect that these days. Um, and I think companies did it with different degrees of success. You know, if it was connected to core mission, something that felt authentic and organic to a brand, it worked. In some cases, it did feel a little gratuitous, but I, I think that kind of improved over time. But it, health was already becoming everybody's business. But I think what happened during the, the, the pandemic, it really became everybody's business, both, you know, at a corporate level and an individual level level suddenly health mattered like never before and so that there's more work related to it out in the world than ever and yeah I can see how that makes it challenging for, for, for shows like this um, to, to assess you know how that recognition is 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 given it was incredibly tight and the work was incredibly amazing so if you're on that list it's it it's a huge um, congrats to you and obviously Steph for um, sweeping in and taking the top prize. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it, It's such an interesting perspective just hearing you two speak because, you know, no one's going to forget 2020 or 2021, you know, for as long as they live, it's like being, you know, two years that, you know, something out of a really bad movie, frankly, but we have had a spotlight on our industry and we know yeah. we're no longer that, that ugly or that sort of ugly cousin that's sort of locked up in the loft that no one wants to talk about you know we're, we're sort of like now at the forefront of of where communications and where talent I believe 
really want to be. Like most people coming into this industry at a certain age want to work for companies that have a purpose. They don't want to be working for, you know, for products that make you fat or make you sick or whatever. And and so the fact that you you guys have basically owned arguably the most the most transformational period I arguably would, would suggest within our industry. It's, it's sort of like this moment in time where I know I don't believe anyone's really that embarrassed anymore. Not that people were ever embarrassed, but you know, 10 years ago, it was like, well, where do you work? If you're, you know, speaking to your colleagues in the consumer world and you'd sort of go, oh, I'll, I'll, you know, work for, you know, you'd sort of mention the network name rather than your own healthcare agency name or whatever. Now, now, now there's no reason to be embarrassed anymore because the work is so fantastic and just the fact that you guys are at the center of this transitional moment i believe in our industry is you know it's going to be amazing someone is going to make a documentary of this you know our our creative revolution that i believe that we're in in the next five or ten years and the fact that you you know i would arguably say are going to be at the center of the most transitional moment in time is amazing another reason tonight to you steph just another reason (laughs) (laughs) right this is the slowest quickfire podcast I've ever been on. So <laughs> let's, what's the next question, Tim? <laughs> yes, uh, Steph, I, I actually I wanted to ask, um, as we, we've all seen the great work that's featuring in, in the top 10, and we all, we all know that the campaigns, but I'm sure you and the team, as you mentioned, are looking to what's next. Uh, so is there any exciting campaigns that you're working on um, that you, you're able to talk about? I'm sure the audience would love to hear. So, yeah, it, it's a quick answer. Yes, there are. And no, I can't. <laughs> fair, fair news. That's fair. That's fair. But um, it's all to look forward Make to. Sense. It's all, look, yes, all, all to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. Okay, fantastic. So next, next quick fire question. What trainers do you think are to come in, in 2022? So, um... I think there's a lot of continuation of things we've already seen at play, you know, some of which we've already talked about. You know, it's always been the case that working in health is working with purpose, but the impact and scale of the change that we can make in the world, I think, just continues to expand. And, you know, over the last two years, as we've talked about, you know, we've all been part of this evolving pandemic, which has proven that creativity in its broadest sense, you know, in terms of science, in terms of innovation, in terms of communication, that creativity saves lives. And so I think the expectations are different now. And um, in this space, more than ever, companies really need to stand for something. And um, we've seen that this year, you know, CO2 inhaler, which came out of McCann Health New York, um, delivered on that and, and, you know, other campaigns too. And so standing for something meaningful, um, something grand um, will only continue um, to matter. I think we're digging deeper to be relevant. We're trying to be specific. So I think about um, the bread exam Um, which really served a culture and a community of women really perfectly and degree inclusive. I don't know if you saw um, that campaign. It it was really true to its name, I think, in the co-creation of a really beautiful, simple solution that could only come out of that kind of respect and inclusion of of a community that, that needed an answer. I think craft to the discussion that we had earlier about looking back at the last several to 
10 years of um, evolution in this space, craft is just going to continue to elevate. I think it's there, I, but the, it, it, I think it will become more consistently there. Um, it's, it's still a little uneven and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to stand shoulder to shoulder with, with, with the best in the world. And, you know, the, I, I think there's already just magnificent um, examples of, of really beautiful storytelling in the world. I know Area 23 had a series of, um, of films for, I think it was InSmed um, this year. That it, I mean, it, it was stellar animation. Um, we had Change of Heart too, um, which was also animated. That was for Entresto um, from Novartis. The, the 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 craft will just continue to improve and improve in terms of it being an expectation. This is how you've got to show up in the world, um, and and I think the ambition will continue to rise you know it we're seeing just ever more ambitious really life-changing technology um sick beats lists that, that these are pieces of work that make a truly meaningful difference and so i think those continue to inspire us and we'll see more of them yeah that's cool mm. that's a great step. yeah I, I think you, you touched on something so interesting there you know the the bread exam being a project that was co-created by a few, quite a few officers within yeah. the network, oh, yeah, yeah, um, and and I think this is something so relevant that I've that I've noticed as well is the sort of the access to as the world's moved into a work from home remote situation, how really global we've all become, and you know yeah. networks have become more borderless in that sense. And I think what I've always loved, and it's something that I'm I'm always keen on whenever I join a network, is looking across. The whole world and seeing okay which offices which people can help me make my work better and you know and and forming those partnerships early you look at like within McCann House look at the, you know Bruno and the a guy the team in London it's like yeah those we all all creatives around the world fighting for the same stuff and I'm I'm loving the fact that we're seeing work co-created um, by by offices. I love that. I think that's going to be a trend moving forward for sure. Yeah, I, th I think that's a, that's a great point because, you know, the barriers or boundaries came down. And so, you know, if, and, and they were, they weren't real anyway, <laughs> but I think that that leveling <laughs> of the virtual environment kind of just reminded us that they weren't real or relevant you know it, it, you you can be talking to somebody and it doesn't really matter whether they're based in your home office or in another office and I, I couldn't agree more you know and it goes back to that point of no ego it it, it does take a village to to raise a, mm -hmm. an idea child <laughs> and yeah. um you, you know to, who can help improve it who can help keep it alive who can help us get it out in the world um yeah, and I, I've I've really seen that selfless collaboration at work in in getting so many of these ideas out, and you, you know, and I know the story behind some of the things that we mentioned here. Right, it's the same thing. Um, people kind of holding hands across the water and helping each other out. Um, but you know, pe people want to. Um, get work out that makes a difference and and so yeah i i think it's it's a really good point i i really i really appreciate it when you said stand for something 
and it's as some as a trend to sort of something to aspire to yeah. or to continue to aspire to in the next 12 months because i think that's so it's so so hits to the heart of where we are as a society again this is just my perspective but it's just as you were talking it just really sort of struck struck me because there is such a vacuum in the world right now right there's so there's there's, there's a great divide between the haves and the have-nots just look at the rollout of the vaccine you know the vaccine programs that are going out globally we're working for for organizations that you know they're never going to be you know be able to solve all the problems that no. we're currently facing but to stand for something and to plug those gaps to help democratize health by standing for something is the bit that we all live for that really struck me because normally you'd ask a question like that and you'd get a media data technology insight type of response right <laughs> if you go on yeah. linkedin that's where yeah. that's where people go and, and there is truth to that to an extent but i just yeah. i just thought i'd spitball on that because i just thought it was really wonderful yeah. when you said that you know i I, you, you're right. It, it, it's um, if I was a strategist, I would have these uh, percentages to hand, and I don't. But I can I can talk about a trend that we know to be true. So um, McCann has um, uh, uh, something called Truth Central, right? And they do huge, broad scale societal studies on different subjects. It's it's really impressive, but they. they that there was a statistic coming out of one of those studies around consumer expectations. And you are spot on. People absolutely don't trust governments to solve problems. And, you know, often with very, very good reason, they are looking to companies to solve problems in the world. And um, there is an expectation, huge percentage of people expect companies to um, stand for something, to have purpose. And yes, the businesses, right? They have to be about profit, but to stand for something meaningful in the world. And so it's good business to do that. <laughs> and, um, you know, I've had a lot of conversations now with a lot of clients. You know, we, we talk to them um, at certain points throughout the years where, you know, we're looking for inspiration uh, beyond the work that we do. You know, what a company's putting out into the world. We have those conversations um, grounded in what's relevant to their business. But for all of them, we've talked about standing for something. And I think the magic happens when, um, I, I think CO2 is a good, CO2 inhaler is a good example of this, where there is a corporate commitment to um, a social responsibility. So whether that is um, diversity and inclusion, so I think about the trial for um, clinical equality, um, whether it's health inequity, uh, whether it's um, uh, environmental responsibility, whatever it is, companies make corporate commitments. And when that aligns with the disease area particularly, that's when I think you can get a brand team excited about doing something with social purpose because the way that our clients are measured is on their brand results, right? And so sometimes it's hard for them to kind of think above brand. Um, but but if you can, you know, connect it to something that's meaningful to their customers, that's when, um, you know, I, I think you can make those kind of things happen and and yeah it, it's um social responsibility is good business it is and, and and i think just to add on to that you know stand for something this is something which is very a lot of big companies are talking about causes and initiatives 
but I think it's on all of us listening to this podcast and when we get back to our agencies is to be making sure that our clients are living up to those promises and putting money where their mouth is and having action because this is the biggest frustration for me in 2020 I'm coming hard um I want to see people if you put on your website that you're going to be doing a, a social campaign or you, you're fighting for a cause by a certain time guess what every year I'm doing a check-in yeah. to see how what you're doing yeah. <laughs> and and because otherwise it's just it's lost in a vacuum um and nothing gets done people people love to talk about these trendy things like diversity you know inclusion environmental awareness but no one's actually doing tangible big things um you know i think companies are definitely starting but i think just as a watch out that's what i'm on a mission to do is let's see some real action and clients if you're listening you know please if if you've got an initiative or if you if you have brands that that solve certain conditions that ladder up into a bigger um a bigger issue do something to support the community do something to raise awareness about stuff do uh, make something you know you can't it's, it's, it's not a one-way street anymore um i think the world has changed and we're all expecting big brands big pharma to um to be acting totally amazing completely completely right next question okay steph yeah apart from apart from sitting on your phone being like the world's most awarded <laughs> creative chief creative officer how do you deal with a bad day got any tips that you can share with our listeners oh wow i think i know this one <laughs> 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 Do you want the real answer? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I try to remind myself that a bad day is just a bad day. And it's taken me freaking decades to get to that point and to not kind of spiral off the rails and beat myself up, which I do really well. And so um, a bad day is just a bad day. Um. We, we all have them. I think trying to keep it in perspective is um, essential. And it goes back to some of those values that we talked about, you know, the um, the, the no fear piece of it. Um, shit is going to go wrong. <laughs> so start there. <laughs> know that things are going to go wrong. I, I, I learned this from, uh, there was a creative director who Tim knows that used to be on our team, a guy called Ron Lewis, um, who is now at Gray, um, he had such wisdom. You know, I was so grateful to work with him. Um, I, I learned a ton from him. Um, but he said, you know, the day there aren't problems to solve is the day none of us have a role to do. You know, advertising or communication is problem solving, period. Get into it. And so, you know, I've carried that with me because you are going to have problems, you are going to have challenges. And um, I, I think realizing that um, they're just part of what we do helps you keep it in perspective. And it comes with years. It comes with experience to know that you will get over it. Oh, I've come across a problem kind of like this before. I know we're going to get through it. And and so I, I think that becomes a little easier. Um but yeah, pro- problems are going to happen. Bad days are going to happen. They, they will. This too shall pass. I, I mean, on a personal level, I, I do have a kind of um, 
well, a, a yoga practice, a spiritual practice. And so that really helps me, honestly, to keep kind of centered and try to be a little bit zen about it, you know. And, and you know, when you ask me about how does it feel to be, um, you know, the world's number one, the goal really is to not let those extreme highs and extremes lows shake you too much, to be even about it, knowing that awesome things will come and they will pass. Dreadful things will come and they will pass. Can you remain kind of even keeled and level-headed throughout it all? That That's that's my, you know, secret. Wow. <laughs> I, d- I didn't know about the practice. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Steph. Steph helped keep me balanced a lot during um during the time we were together. So wow. Likewise, yeah. There were there were there was mutual talking off ledgers. Wow. Wow. Well that that's great advice, Steph. I think I love the fact that you're saying, yeah, it's not about the extremes. Yes, celebrate and yeah. yes, sort of commiserate, but yeah. It will all even out in the in the end exactly. and you've got to keep that focus. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. So um Steph, you're my hero, and I think um, you know when, when we worked together. I, I, I did like you know, like you were saying about Ron. I learned so much from you um, as a as a human being, as a as a friend, as a, a coworker. You know the way you handled yourself in um, you know sticky situations. Your knowledge of the industry, the way that you mentor people, the way that you absolutely always were about the, the people first, and everything else is second. And I, I like. I take that to heart and I've, I've learned so much. So um, that's me um, and you being my hero. Um, but I, I'm sure everyone would love to know who's your hero, um, whether it's in advertising or not. Um, and, and give us a little bit of reason why. Oh, Lord. Um, thank you for, for those kind words. I'm feeling a little weepy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I, you know, I, th- I think there are, there are a few, um, you know, that the, the when I came into the industry, I my first creative director was a guy called Graham Robertson. Um, the company was brand uh, worldwide, and he built a department of really kind of disparate individuals who had very unique strengths. And so that taught me that the magic is in you know the mix of of talents and of of people. And so. Um, you know, the, and, and the vibe of a creative department um, that was um, exciting and collaborative and just an awesome place to be. And so, you know, he's a hero. He he, um, he passed away just a couple of years into my career. And so, but I have a picture of him actually on my desk. Um, and, um, you know, I think testament to the department that he built is the fact that many of, you know, the folks that I work with are lifelong best friends and one of them is my husband. And so, <laughs> so thank you, Graham. I think about June Laffey, Tim, who, who we both worked mm, for. Mm, I was going to say. really mm. led from a place Fantastic. of love, you know, and you don't hear that word so much in the corporate environment. But again, the kind of warmth, and people focus that she bought mm. the work, I think, you know, created an environment in which we felt able to thrive and importantly able to fail. You know, you mm. you, you need to fall sometimes in order to move forward and, and succeed. And then, mm. you know, I, I, I think about the folks who helped us achieve what we achieved this year. You're there right up there 
with them all, Mr. Jones and Josh Grossberg. And um, mm-hmm. I, I think about um, Fab and Brian and Oliver and Jan, mm-hmm. who, mm-hmm. and Ed Zazera too, um, the, the production lead, people who, it, you know, it, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard work. It's hard work. But the resilience and the ambition, and, and you know, ambition's a loaded word, right? But that ambition to succeed, the ambition to do something that matters, the ambition to make something beautiful, um, all of those people did it. All of them did it with humility. And so, um, you know, seriously, my my mind was blown every day by by the talent and tenacity of the the whole crew and and you know those individuals in, in particular as it relates to this this work. Mm-hmm. A, lot after, oh, so, but a lot a lot of heroes seriously well that's yeah that's great and you know i think just to emphasize it's that it's the people in this industry that make it so worthwhile yeah. and especially in as as the creative um team as people we get to we're so lucky to meet and interact with with various creative people across the world all the time and, and that's what makes our jobs so exciting and different and we get to learn from all these characters um and yeah, the the people you mentioned, absolutely a lot of heart. I learned so much from everyone as well. So yeah, that's that's great. And you know, shout out to June Laffey, yeah. who I don't think there's anyone in the industry who led with so much love and passion. Yeah. That it 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 permeated. I mean, I remember my first day at McCann, it was I could feel it. Yeah. It was unlike anything I'd experienced. And I think the industry is you know, it's, it's certainly uh, w- without June in the industry, it is, it is very, um, very different. But we all learn from her, and you know, hopefully, the, the leaders coming up will, will, will be learning from us how to lead with compassion and lead with empathy and, and, um, you know, put people first always. Yeah. If you're, if you're both able to, just because you've sort of mentioned love quite a bit, both of you, just, just, just help explain to some of our listeners out there who, who maybe be working in an agency right now where it's a little bit corporate, it's a little bit led by a rule book, it's a little bit cold, it's a little bit, yeah, everyone's a little bit alone because they're at home. Mm-hmm. Explain a little bit more about this love because I just, it, found, it sounded really cool. <laughs> and I just thought, I'd, yeah, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Steph, do you want to take that one, Steph? I can take that one, yeah. Um, so, um, I, I, it's about positive intention, right? In our interactions with people, work is is people. Work is people. Creativity is people. <laughs> Period. And you know, but both on the client side and on the agency side. But if you are coming at your everyday, at your challenges, at your opportunities with really positive intention. And you really, you know, want to find solutions that um, uh, make a difference. You want to find you. You want to, you know, help people thrive. Um, th- there's heart to that. There's heart, and so I, I think it's considering the human impact of how we lead and the decisions that we make and you know it's 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 business right creativity is it's uh in communications it's a business sometimes we have to make tough choices and and hard decisions but i think considering that the human impact of the decisions that we make both in terms of you know how we give feedback and how we um you know help people grow in their careers um it, it, and then you know 
harder things, how we, you know, structure a department and an organization, um, coming at it from a a place of really positive intention. Tim, is there anything you'd add? I'm not sure that gives you the vibe of a place, but... Yeah, and and look, remote certainly makes a big difference. Yeah. I think that that's it's hard to translate that sincerely over a Zoom meeting. Yeah. Whereas I think we were lucky to be in the presence of of people like June and and, and feel that energy every day and and feel that sort of positive impact um, in the agency because there, there certainly was a warmth. It, you did you felt like you were going home as opposed to going into cold corporate, which I guess now over remote working where meetings are scheduled precisely and they've got to end abruptly it is more corporate in nature but i think it's just if you focus every day on the people and the impact that your decisions have on the on the the art director who's going to have to work the weekend on the you know the pm who's going to have a difficult time getting the scope right whatever it may be if you're making decisions based on the overall outcome and like focusing on on the how it impacts those people in your team then i think you're you're one step closer um and then just lead yeah never there was never um any political bones no. it was always pure it was always work focused creativity focused let's have a good time we, we're doing we have an amazing career we have an amazing job we're so lucky even though sometimes we don't feel it we get to come up with creative campaigns for a living and, and you know and some people pay us for it like what the, you know it's crazy <laughs> I, mean, um, I think you know you mentioned something there and it's it's gratitude which i think is connected to it yes. you know and, yes. and it has occurred to me a number of times recently it's really kind of hit me how lucky am i and just in terms of the kind of people we get to work around the kind of problems that we are able to solve and you know back to the bad day question right it's easy to lose gratitude in that moment but if we have gratitude for the circumstances in which we find ourselves and the industry in which we find ourselves and to Tim's point gratitude for everybody's part in that and when people are having to you know do something super challenging um gratitude that um you you know letting people know that they are appreciated it goes Mm -hmm. such a long way Mm -hmm. well this is great discussion, Stefan. I think the emphasis is on people. Yeah. And without without great people, this industry would be nothing. And I think that leads me so nice into my next question, which is about, you know, as as a company, supporting the the, the world top ten and supporting the talent and diversity fund um, that Shahid set up with the Creative Force Superstars. Your agency is helping the best talent from underrepresented communities get into this industry, and those are the type of people who will keep changing and keep pushing and keep evolving the work so so important for 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 us all to be considerate of that and so i guess my question is how does diversity play a role in your company yeah i I think it's 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 um it's an important question there is um a really serious commitment at the ipg health level to diversity and equity and inclusion and and i think a number of um different elements to that in terms of the the workforce that there's a focus on hiring diversity of all kinds at all levels and a number of different um i think importantly at the junior level of um 
internship and um, junior talent initiatives and um, at, a, at a network level, we're retaining about 70% of diverse talent from those internship programs. And so I, I, I think, you know, creating, widening that door to entry and, you know, supporting talent um, in, the, in their early success is essential. In, in the workplace itself um there is mandatory training which has launched it's rolling out early this year for all employees um where we're looking at um how better to ensure inclusion in terms of uh, communication and interaction and removing some of those biases in how we work and um, as well as in the work that we produce um and and, and i think and I, th I think the results show Maybe not evenly yet. You know, it's a work in progress, uh, but but they are showing in um, a lot of the world work that we're doing, um, which is not just impactful but also culturally relevant. Fantastic, yeah, and I, I know that there's a lot of amazing work coming from IPG from that from the DE and I perspective. So, yeah. yes, we 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 continue. <laughs> it will be an ongoing yeah. it will be an ongoing conversation for many yeah. years. But but it, it, what's really interesting is that when you look at the top 10 and knowing that you guys are number one knowing that the diversity is not just an add-on to your agencies it's something that you're putting at the center and at the heart of your business at your culture at, of your creative product it speaks for itself yeah I, th I think steph you've answered um so much and you've given everyone all the listeners so much um, insight into what makes an agency great and and what values do you need to live by to consistently make um, good work and you know i'm just personally so excited to see um the next batch of of amazing work because i know that you're setting up the, the the team there you know you work I, I know working hard every day to to consistently keep that level high so it's really exciting and you know thank you um, and your team for for pushing pushing us all you know i use i use examples from from mccann i use examples from all of the top 10 work actually to try and help sell my ideas you know, in, in the next round. I think that's what it's about. It's about valuing what other agencies are doing and, and seeing how, like, you know, what's that, yeah. what's that saying? You know, all, all the tides rises, all boats or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, it, some, some, I, I hear that quote a lot. <laughs> <laughs> something about it. boats sinking. Yeah. Something about yeah, boats. Something, something about the Titanic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I guess, you know, Steph, you've, you've, you've being at McCann in this new role, um, the most senior role within the agency with a, with a huge opportunity and, and, and challenge ahead. And I, I think the last thing I, I want to ask is if you had to look at yourself, um, you know, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, what advice would you give your younger self knowing where you, where you've got to now and, and, and how, and all the things you've been through, what, what advice would you give, um, to your younger self? Wow. That's a great question. Um, I I think it would have been around um, two two things come to mind. One of one would have been uh, I think uh, bravery. That you know the 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 willingness to kind of put yourself out there and be willing to try and fail. Um, you know that 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 was hard for me in the early days. Um, you know, it's it's a vulnerable business business, right? Creativity. You, you're putting yourself out out there. You're putting your ideas out there, and um, so I, I I think it would have been you know be brave. 
Um, and then I, I think the second thing would have been around, it's not just pick your, um, you know, your next role, people move for all kinds of reasons. And, you know, we, we work to earn a living. And so, you know, people often move motivated by, um, you know, the financial aspect, and I get that. <laughs> but pick your mentors, pick your mentors. Mm -hmm. and, and so I think I had mm -hmm. a period where that there was um, growth, but not necessarily the mentor or mentors that I needed. And so when I took my role at McCann Health, it was very purposeful. It was about who am I going to work for and who am I going to learn from to help me fill some experience gaps and, you know, improve how I approach my work. And um, I wish that I'd kind of taken that on board a little bit sooner. So be brave and pick your mentors. Amazing. Thank you, Steph. This Great. has just been just a you know a wonderful hour of my day <laughs> it's been like the best hour of the year so far massive massive well done to to queen steph and 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 the whole entourage at mccann new york on behalf of advertising health and the creative floor you are the bar you are number one you are the world's most awarded healthcare agency and i hope this gives you the rocket fuel that you need we don't need it at all moving into 2022 and just a huge huge congratulations oh thank you thank you so much to both of you um i i, I so sincerely appreciate it and and thank you and huge congrats in turn to everybody at mccann health new york this is all of your success and, sh and shout out to all the other agencies listening to take this advice and and you know let's hope that 2022 is a fruitful year for all of us we get our clients to make great work we get to see more exciting innovations and more exciting trends in healthcare and hopefully next year top 10 year we'll be we'll be chatting to you and your team and um celebrating the your, your great work so yeah thank you thank you for listening and if you do enjoy listening to these podcasts please do give us a rating and a review